Hey, you are listening to Thoughts on Life. This is your host, Natus. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, welcome back. I hope that you're doing well. <laughs> you hear that? My mom is praising my dog because she peed in the right place. Wholesome information for you. Yes, this is what's different about this podcast. Woo! <laughs> anyway, I hope you're having a nice time. I really hope everything is good with you. And if not, make sure to rest up and make the time to properly heal. So in today's episode, I will be sharing with you my thoughts on human. Uh, this is my latest blog post on the blog, natushblog.wordpress.com. If you come from the blog, welcome uh, to the podcast and make yourself at home. I also have versions in ASMR in case you like to relax and unwind listening to this type of topics, which I like to call the deep important stuff. So I will leave all the relevant links in the description of this episode. And without further ado, here's my thoughts on human written in April 21st, 2021. What does it mean to be a human being? Before I get into the topic, I want to let you know that most of my thoughts have changed through the years, and for the past couple of months, they've been tainted by three things. Logotherapy, life experiences, and sharing thoughts with other people. I can only wonder how much my perspective will keep on expanding. Ubu. I would also like to share something a little bit more intimate, something that recently happened that has pushed me to live with audacity. I'd like to put it at your service, hoping it will offer you something good. And as a way to somehow let you know that you are not alone and that you've got this, to remind you that you are stronger than you think. Most of what opened the door to me to dare to do such things was a lovely book by Francisco Bretones called Logotherapia, La Audacia de Vivir, which is translated to Logotherapy, The Audacity to Live. I am not sure if there are available copies in English, though. Anyway, make sure to proceed with caution, because there are sensitive topics ahead. Not too sensitive, if I'm honest, but a warning is always nice in case you don't feel emotionally available. So the artwork featured in both the blog post and as a cover art for this episode are courtesy of Wantachi. Make sure to follow them on Instagram. They're my favorite artist and human being. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God. Did you hear that? It was my dog snoring. Oh Jesus. Anyway, on to the topic. So being a human is something that goes deeper than any label and limitation. I have noticed I hear people linking the aspect of being a human to a nature of mistake. I'm not perfect, I'm only human. It has always bothered me for some reason. It makes me feel frustrated, and even more so at times when I catch myself saying something similar because I know I made a mistake. Every time has managed to make me more and more aware of how limited we humans are. Our perceptions cannot fully see the big picture. Our bodies need a lot of time and attention to work and be healthy. We only have five bodily senses, 
Imagine if we had 33 or more. We are also children of our own context and culture, like my special one says, making us limited in understanding people different from us. Even our own psyche and unconscious mind tend to move us as puppets of our own childhood trauma. We surely are limited beings living on planet Earth, and for a long time, I didn't question that being flawed is the essence of human beings. When I began studying psychology, I was bombarded by abstract concepts, such as the mind and the soul, and every teacher trying to share what it is to them and to the theories and authors we would see, as well as learning the brain's anatomy, chemistry and processes. Every time we would turn the class into a symposium, I would ask the, ne the next question. If we all have limited brains and almost predetermined destinies, depending on how bad our childhood and society was, what determines whether a human makes it or not? A few years earlier in high school, I watched Avatar, The Last Airbender, and was deeply moved by Zuko. I didn't know back then, but I deeply connected with him because I always felt like that. Like a fucked up person whose destiny is to be a villain, or to suffer as a victim of misunderstandings, taboo, and damaged by a perverse psychiatrist who was as unethical as the Fire Lord Ozai. What made me feel like I still had a chance was Suko's character's arc, the advice of Uncle Iroh, and the power of friendship that still fueled me even after I thought it was just a nice dream. I used to believe every happy thing that happened to me was an exception to the norm. If Suko, a guy who was literally burned on the face by his father, managed to make it, that means everyone can, right? Back to my first year of college, I would listen to several real cases of people like Suko, as well as cases as sad as the Joker, or people who chose to just end it all by taking their own lives. And I just couldn't help but wonder, what was the thing that determined the heroic or tragic outcome? What is the thing that makes a person resilient? I have teachers with the saddest anime backstory, like my beloved one says too, that somehow managed to do something great out of their lives and use their experience to the service of others. They not only managed to heal, but also transcend and bring some light into this world. I asked them too. The thing is, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to understand what they meant. I still asked this question a couple of classes ago, just to keep on hearing perspectives. However, I am now happy and content with the answer I chose to give to such question. And the answer is actually something that goes beyond any label and limitation. It is available to all of us since it is, since it is part of our own nature. It is a protophenomenon. A protophenomenon is something that has no external cause of being. Protos, referring to something which existence is not linked to another cause. It is original in such way. So, the thing that paces whether a person makes it or not depends on how blocked they are to see beyond their limitations. Logotherapy says it is the human spirit. According to Viktor Frankl, the human spirit never gets ill. We can lose contact with it, but it never goes away. It is available to us all, all the time, deep inside of us. 
and that is part of what makes us human. Our embedded capacity to go beyond limitations, whether they are biological ones, like terminal illnesses, social ones, like, the, like being raised in a toxic environment, and even psychological ones. And that, my friend, is part of what makes us human. Logotherapy, Viktor Frankl, and his books explain it so much better. And in every book I've read so far on the topic, says that even with a good grasp of the theory, it can only be fully understood by living it. Because the spirit is something that cannot be put into words or even felt by the brain, but something even deeper than the unconscious. So yeah, you must be reading this, or in this case listening to me, and thinking that I am asking you to picture a color that doesn't exist. I've never been a religious one. I actually dislike it because of its dark history. I don't think there is, or has been, a religion that has helped more than harmed. But that's another topic I'm not touching upon at the moment. I bring this up because I always felt like spirituality was linked to religion, or meditating with crystals and moving around energy like witchcraft. And even then, as much as I tried to believe it or understand it, it all seemed like a strange denial or escapism from existence. It is only now, when I fully grasp it in a lovely way, which is basically our potential to go even beyond pain in order to be a virtuous human being. Flaws. Do you remember that I mentioned how I thought that being a human consisted on making mistakes all the time? My view has changed in such aspect. Being flawed doesn't necessarily mean making mistakes. There is potential in imperfection as well. If we were all perfect, we would all be the same. Diversity would be inexistent. And there wouldn't be openness to evolution and change and all the marvelous things we create together as a community, as citizens of the planet Earth. We wouldn't be creating all these amazing things, sharing views on life, expanding our horizons, learning, growing, bettering ourselves, our relationships with people, and the universe we live in. Can you imagine a world where there is no potential to create, to learn, to expand our hearts and minds thanks to the contact with others? If there is something infinite, is our potential to create virtuous things thanks to the fact that we have flaws. Flaws makes us unique too. Uniqueness opens the door to diversity, and diversity is beautiful and the door to evolution. Evolution is a thing. Oh God. My experience. I would like to share with you, hoping it will bring you something useful and positive, and to let you know that you got this, that you can go beyond limitations because it is a part of phenomenon, because you are human, you have access to such lovely thing too. I believe in you. So, my grandpa passed away almost two weeks ago. Covid got to him, leaving him very weak. After getting the virus out of his system, he got pneumonia and a stroke. After that, he stayed about five weeks in the hospital until his lungs gave up, allowing him to finally rest. Those weeks on the verge were both scary and painful to me and my family. Even so, I somehow managed to actively be there 
to show him how much I love him and support his own process. I also showed up for my dad, to make him company, and I also felt accompanied by everyone in such hard time. The thing is, I wasn't even going to call my grandpa when we learned he tested positive out of fear. I didn't want to call him because I was afraid it was going to be the last time I got to hear his voice. A couple of years ago, my grandma on my mom's side passed away due to cancer. Saying goodbye to her has been one of the most difficult things I have ever experienced. Being fully aware of the last time you get to see and to tell someone you love them is beyond horrible and heartbreaking. I didn't want to say goodbye to someone I love again. I refuse to believe so. Not again, please, not again. Those words were on repeat on my mind every time my dad arrived home with worse and worse news about my grandpa's lungs condition before the stroke. It wasn't until Macy, one of my best friends, my sister really, asked me if I had already called him just to say hi. That's when I noticed I was really afraid of what was coming, the inevitable. Then, another friend of mine gave me his perspective. He said that we should all go beyond our fears for the people we love. And so, I had decided to not only call, but pay my grandpa a visit, since it was now safe considering the window of infection of the virus. And just then, I received a message from my mom late at night. My grandpa had recently suffered a stroke, leaving him unable to move half his body and to be fully conscious. The night I decided to be courageous was a night where I thought I had lost the chance a lot of people dream of, reaffirming the love to someone you want to be seeing again. Regardless of it, I was still going to visit him. He had to be there, still. The stroke, the pneumonia, were merely biological limitations. I was certain that even if he didn't understand me, I would still be able to reach his soul. And despite the pain of watching him like that, I decided there was something more important than my own fear. And that thing was and is love. Oh god, I thought <laughs> this was going to be easier. But okay, let me continue with, with the blog post. I held his hand while he was lying on his bed and told him that I was right there, making him company, that I saw him. Then, as painful as it was, I told him that I love him. I saw a couple of tears in his eyes trying to get out. I'm still not sure if they were out of emotion or his body doing its thing. But then he took a moment to respond, saying that he knew, followed by his big hand squeezing mine. That's when I knew that the essence of us humans truly goes beyond any physical and psychological limitation. The following weeks, I would pay him visits on the hospital too. I would tell him all about how spring was arriving, making his favorite trees bloom all over the city. These trees are called jacarandas. 
It was mostly me truly being there for him, honoring his essence and reaffirming the love. It never got truly easier. I don't even know where that strength came from, since I am usually quite the sensitive person, someone who's truly afraid of pain, afraid of fear. I'm just glad and thankful to have had to have gave him as much love as I could, despite the pain and fear of it all. <sighs> I think I will dedicate a whole blog post about diversity soon, which is a part about, you know, the flaws and stuff. Um, I think it's the broader and more complete way to, ch to touch upon human flaws. For now, I hope I managed to convey about the essence of a human being is to me. Everyone has access to it, we can all go beyond our limitations, since it is a part of our own nature. We just have to have that leap of faith and act upon what we value the most, upon virtue, upon love. Courage will be there for you too, just do it. Well, so this has been quite the intense episode, but I think This life experience with my grandpa has taught me that even cowards like me <laughs> can go beyond my own limitations and my own fear to, to choose something more important, which is love, something virtuous. And I think that we humans are virtue in motion. We are, we are love. Everything else is just... A limitation but we got the capacity the spirit to go beyond them especially when things get hard that's when it simply activates and it makes us go beyond it we just have to we just have to be open for it to happen we just have to dare <laughs> to live with audacity and that will open the door to make contact with your own spirit, in my opinion. So, yeah, I really hope you enjoy this. Um, I'm open to conversation, to comments, etc., etc., on my social links, which I only use Instagram, if I'm honest. But yeah, feel free to follow me there. And remember, please, that you are stronger than you think and that you can go beyond your own limitations and that every little flaw that you think is negative All the little imperfections you have are the things that give you the potential to create beautiful things. And that's what diversity is all about. And yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this intense episode. I didn't think I was going to cry. I actually thought of stopping. <laughs> But I'm not sure. I think there's power in tears as well. And if I'm trying to be completely honest and vulnerable with anyone who might listen to this. I want to stay true to that and the fact that there's also strength in our vulnerable side, our limited aspect of being a human being. Thank you once again. This has been Natus and this is also shared to you with lots of love. Thank you. And have a beautiful time. You got this.